game all year long. For 75 years, NCMIC has been doing the right thing for its customers, employees, and the community. Now, here's Miller and Condon. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KX and 106.3 FM. Pretty good hour going forward. The 11 o'clock hour on a Wednesday. David Kaplan, as we know, he always starts it. Mitch Holtis will follow for, uh, for the length of the uh, Chiefs season, how far as it goes. You'll hear Mitch following Cappy every Wednesday. Let's head to Chicago. He is our guy, David Kaplan. Centurion Stone of Iowa sponsors. Cap, you can hear him on ESPN 1000. You can see him on NBC Sports Chicago. Hello, my friend. How are you, Capper? What's going on, gentlemen? How are we doing today? Good. Cap, are you involved uh, uh, television-wise with the Bears uh, post-game this year? You, didn't you do that last year? Yes, sir. The football after show. I'm actually, as I'm talking to you, I'm sitting outside NBC Sports Chicago, getting ready to go in and tape some promos for our first show on Sunday. Good stuff. Well, I'm guessing the talking point is going to be Andy Dalton and Justin Fields, and that's, I'm sure, been overwhelming as far as your switchboard uh, at ESPN 1000. Cap, if there was, a, if this is an eight out of a ten, eight out of ten as far as Bears fans looking forward to Sunday night versus the Rams, uh, I'm guessing that there's still another level. Had it been Fields, the city would be unified as far as televisions tuning on to watch the uh, the Bears. How big of a letdown is it for Bears fans that they're not going to get their guy at least in week one? Uh, I don't think it's a horrible letdown. I think people are so excited for football because while you guys are all geeked up for Iowa, Iowa State, and deservedly so, here, this city, as I've told you many times, yeah, people watch college football, but it's not in the newspapers, it's not discussed on talk radio, it's just something to do on a Saturday as opposed to Bears football. And so people are fired up. Now, the prevailing school of thought is, well, Matt Nagy better know what he's doing by starting this guy as opposed to Justin Fields, but there are a lot of people in the know. Like I played golf the other day with Pat Manley, the former Bear, and Olin Krutz, who I think will go to the Hall of Fame someday. And Olin said, I've watched a lot of tape on this kid. He's going to be really, really good, but he's not ready. He's got to learn how to read an NFL defense. It's different than a college defense. He said he's got to know where the blitz is coming from. He almost got killed against Buffalo. Helmet went flying, but he was okay. But he said that's from not knowing what you see pre-snap is not what they're doing at the snap. He said it's just different. You look and you go, oh, God, I thought that guy was the Mike linebacker. No, it was actually that guy. He didn't get picked up, and you just got crushed. So he needs to take a few games. Let's get ready. I I think I would have started him if I was the head coach, but I'm not the head coach, so we all hope that Matt Nagy knows what he's doing. The schedule is incredibly difficult for the Bears. Coming off a a playoff year that didn't even really feel like a playoff year, 
the road games that they have, starting with the Rams. They get Cleveland in Week 3. You know how talented that Browns team is. On and on and on. It's a very difficult schedule. I know a lot of people have pointed to Week 4. They play Detroit at home. That's the unveiling of Justin Fields if things aren't going well the first three weeks. Do you subscribe to that theory, or are you thinking maybe a little bit later on? Obviously, injury aside, later on before we see Fields. Um. Yeah, injury aside, because Aaron Donald can wreck any type of you know plans that you have. Um, You know, I heard Keyshawn say this, Keyshawn Johnson. He said, "If I'm on the Detroit Lions and I keep hearing every analyst go, well, they'll just hold Fields out until they get past Aaron Donald, and then get past Miles Garrett in Week Three, and then put him in against the Lions." He said, "This was his quote." There are dudes on every NFL team that could kill you and that have evil intent when they come around the end. I don't care if they're on the worst team in the league. Alabama would be a 30-point underdog to any NFL team, no matter how bad they are. That's how good these guys are. So if you think, I don't mean you, if people think, well, just throw fields in against Detroit, it's going to be easy, right? Not so quick. Hmm. And if I'm on the Detroit defense, I'm to the point where, oh, you going to put your kid in against us? Welcome to the NFL, young man. So we'll see what happens. Uh, one of those dudes that can uh, kill you is uh, Khalil Mack. Cap, he had nine sacks last year, which surprised me. I didn't think he he had that statistically, um, you know, the, as many sacks as he was credited for. I think he need, they, they need more from him as he starts to get up there in age. He's, he was as dominant a player uh, at his position when they acquired him uh, from the Raiders as anybody in the game. Uh, how much pressure is on Khalil Mack to really lead this defense this year? A lot. Now, first of all, Khalil has told people, that he knew there were doubters out there that last year they went, oh, what did we pay all this money for? This guy's not getting to the quarterback enough. He was injured far more seriously than he let on, and when he was asked about it in camp, and this is why I respect this guy so much, no excuses. I lined up. If I'm out there, i got to make plays. i got to get to quarterbacks, and I didn't do it enough. And so from what I hear, he's at 100% physically, and mentally he is at, if you can say this, 500 percent he's on a mission to quiet all the critics so i think he's set up to have a big year we're gonna find out jason peters the left tackle 39 years old put together by string and duct tape at this point and he was good he was was (laughs) what's left in the tank though and how likely is it that peters is the starting left tackle by the time we get halfway through the year well i mean they don't really have a big plan of what they're going to do if Jason Peters isn't the guy. I mean, are you going to put Larry Borum out there, who was a fifth-round draft pick? And they have really high hopes for that kid. They really, really like him. But is he ready to be a left tackle on a team that thinks they're going to the playoffs again? Not quite sure. And we don't know the health yet of Kevin Jenkins, who had his back surgery. They called it a success, said he should be fine. But is he going to be ready to be blocking at left tackle, what, six weeks after back surgery, eight weeks after back Whenever that case may be, uh, we're going to find out. So I fully expect them to be totally committed to Jason Peters unless he gets hurt. Mm, we'll get to baseball in a couple of minutes. Cap, is this a playoff team, and what's it going to take? I think that you will agree that Green Bay will win the North. Um, what's it going to take to get one of those wild cards? Is it 10 wins? Is it 11 wins? Are the Bears a playoff team? 
They think they are. Do I think they are a playoff team? I'm going to say to you that they're not. Now, the thing that will keep Matt Nagy employed and Ryan Pace is if they're not a playoff team, the culture doesn't jump the track like it did with Mark Tressman, and I don't think that would be a factor. I really don't. Uh, is at the end of the year you look and go, that kid at quarterback, he's talking about Justin Fields, that's the real deal. Just keep developing them. We're going to be fine. If Justin Fields isn't good enough to get on the field and you're not a playoff team, and Justin Fields, if he gets on the field, doesn't play well, then uh, then you have some bigger issues. I really, really think if George McCaskey and Ted Phillips look at Justin Fields and go, yeah, I don't know about this dude, then they're going to make wholesale changes. They don't believe that. They truly think they hit a home run in the draft. We're going to find out if they're right. Pace, what kind of leash does he have with the front office? And secondly, I was looking at one of those NFL first coach fired. I saw Nagy was moving up the board. Would the Bears be an organization that would make a move in season, or is it something they're going to let the whole season play out with Nagy? Do I think they would? I don't think they'll ever make a move in season unless there was some huge problem. Sure. Huge. Uh, that's just not who they are. They'll pay a coach to go away. Uh, they paid uh, Tressman to go away. They paid John Fox to go away. They paid Phil Emery, the GM, to go away. So they'll spend the money to make a change. They just don't do it in season. Much as we all scream for it, you don't see a lot of it in the National right. Football League. Occasionally, but not very often. Hmm. Uh, let's move to baseball cap. Let's go to the playoff-bound Chicago White Sox. They are going to get Houston uh, in the first round of the playoffs. I'm not sure there is an easier path. Meanwhile, in the uh, National League, obviously you want to avoid the West, and the Braves and the Brewers will have that luxury, and that's why I'm going to bet the Braves, to, and are, are the Brewers, rather, to win the World Series just because their path uh, to the NLCS is easier. But there isn't that easy path in the American League. Or is there? Uh, as far as you see, because Tampa's going to win the East. They're going to have the best record. They're going to get the wild card winner. Um, White Sox in Houston seemingly they're on a collision course. Right. As of today, that's who they would play, whether the Sox have home field advantage or the Astros have still has to be determined over the final 20-plus games of the season. That's going to be a dogfight, man. What if it comes down to Yankees, Red Sox, White Sox, Astros? Mm. Wow, are you talking about a juggernaut to have to run through? So I really think if the White Sox starting pitching is healthy, they can beat any of those teams. They absolutely can. But is Tim Anderson's legs healthy? Mm -hmm. Is Lance Lynn's knee healthy? Is Lucas Giolito's hamstring going to be healthy? Is Carlos Rodon's shoulder going to be healthy? Like, there's a lot of issues going on there. They got very lucky last night. Aloy Jimenez took a line drive in the dugout while he was sitting there right off his knee. And he was in pain. He stayed in the game and seems like he's all right, but they may have ducked a real, real serious injury there. White Sox Twitter fired up about that last night. Why don't they got a railing in Oakland? Saw a lot of that out <laughs> yeah. there. Oh, there's a billion feet of uh, foul ground. Moving to, moving to Vegas, yeah, probably, I think and they, they are. want to spend the money on a railing. So the uh, Cubs win streak comes to an end. Yeah, there's four against the Pirates in there, but don't care. What did you take away? What it was? Give me some of the bright moments or the things that made you say, 
hmm, maybe this guy's got a future with the Cubs team. You know, I, I don't know if I told you guys this last week. I know I said it on my show that a friend of mine called me and goes, dude, this Ortega kid, <laughs> he's a stud. We got to look at him as our long-term answer at leadoff, man. I said, kid? They said, yeah, what is he, 22, 22? No, try 30. <laughs> oh, he's 30. Yeah. Frank Swindell, 29. Jeez. Patrick Wisdom, 30. And now they've figured Wisdom out. His batting average has plummeted from three whatever to below 240, and he hasn't hit a home run in quite a while. Uh, Schwindel looks amazing. He has the highest batting average from July 30th to today. He is mm-hmm. war in whatever that is, 34 games, I think, as a Cub, is tied with Anthony Rizzo, who's got 487 plate appearances, and Schwindel's got like 125, 130. So is he the long-term answer? I would probably say no. He's going to be 30 years old next year. Remember a guy named Bob Hamelin? Yeah, Bob Hamelin, the glasses. American League yeah. Rookie of the Year for the Royals in 1994. Yeah, he was out of baseball four years later. It, this, this just doesn't happen. We don't see guys at age 30 become big league stars, and that's the numbers that Frank Swindell's putting up. So there are a few things I'm taking away from it. Yes, I think they've got a future with Cody Hoyer and Rowan Wick being two of the key guys at the back end of the pen. I like them. Uh, I think Justin Steele will be in their rotation next year, and I think he has a chance to be a solid player. Um, In terms of position guys, I don't know. There's not a lot out there right now. I mentioned those two guys. Will Nico Horner move out to center field? Because I think Nick Madrigal's the answer at second base. But then you got some holes on that offense, man. Mm. You go get Nick Castellanos if he opts out. You put Brennan Davis out there immediately from day one. There's a number of things that got to be answered, and they got to spend money on pitching, like Robbie Ray. No, no, no. Roman. <laughs> Don't be taking so. him from the Jays. I'm, I, I'm a Jays fan, Cap, as you know. Ray has been unbelievable. Uh, don't burst my bubble there. It could happen, though. He's been unreal. Cap, I got to be honest with you. I didn't think I was going to watch another Cubs game. And for whatever reason, I turned him on at some point last week. And most days, I've at least watched a few innings. There's just something about this list of no name guys. That are out there. I mean, watching Alcantara at, at shortstop making those plays last night included. Seemingly every night he makes a you know play deep in the hole, and Schwindel's bailing him out when the ball is you know short hopped, uh, and, he, and he, they they complete the out at first base. There's something about this team, Cap, that it, it sucked me back in at least to watch them. Yeah, and I've been doing some of my recaps, and I have watched absolutely. Now, part of that is they play a lot of day games. I'm off the radio by 11.30. I'm out of the studio every day. And then I go home, and if I'm working out, I'm like, I'll put the Cubs game on. Mm-hmm. These guys play hard. I think they play the game the right way. I just don't think there's a lot of talent right. there. I don't think there's, you know, I, I, as I said to you a minute ago, I don't think Frank Schwindel is the long-term answer at first. I hope I'm wrong. I just don't see it. I don't think Wisdom is the long-term answer at third. I don't think Ortega is the long-term answer in the outfield. I don't think Alcantara is the long-term answer at short. So, yes, it's fun, 
they got to fix this thing. Indeed they do. David Kaplan. Capper, great stuff. Appreciate it. We will talk to you in a week. Uh, enjoy the weekend's games. Bears Sunday night football. What time will your show air on uh, NBC Sports Chicago, your, your post-game that show? Game, that game, the Bear game ends. You flip right over to us. I got Olin Cruz, Dave Wanstead, Alex Brown, Lance Briggs, and me. We'll be chopping it up and giving you the truth. Good stuff, Caprick. Thank you. We will be watching. We'll talk to you next week. Have a great day. You too, pal. Good to talk to you. David Kaplan, Centurion Stone of Iowa sponsors Cappy. No, don't ask for Wanstead's opinion on expansion realignment in college football. I would stay away from that. He didn't have that. No, he swung and missed there, Trent. (laughs) Can't all be homers. This guy's inside. He knows what's going on. He works for Fox. Did you know that, Ken? He knows. He's in these meetings. Dave Wanstead. Dave Wanstead. He's going to break the story. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. A lot of theories out there. A lot of theories. Now, Sir Yacht was right. And we didn't buy buy him when he was uh, doing his thing last year. Wani, not so much. Centurion Stone of Iowa sponsors Cappy Centurion Stone of Iowa. Uh, well, find them online, first of all, centurionstoneofiowa.com. If you're in the market uh, for stone veneer, manufactured or natural stone, you will find Iowa's best selection of stone veneer at Centurion Stone. Local company, good folks over that run the place on 5525 Northeast 22nd Street in Des Moines. Joe Farron, Justin Luch, their entire team over there at Centurion Stone of Iowa. Showroom again, 5525 Northeast 22nd. Check them out online, centurionstoneofiowa.com. They sponsor Cappy. Mitch Holtis, week one, Cleveland Chiefs. You surprised that wasn't ticketed for prime time? A little bit, yeah. It's a big game, Browns Chiefs. I kind of like the Brownies. I do too. Getting the points. I do too. Yeah. Cleveland's going to be. Tomorrow we'll have to quickly at some point make our. Predictions so we can mm-hmm. embarrass ourselves, you know, at the end of the season. It's like always we're fun, really good it? at. Um, do you have a Super Bowl pick in the back of your mind yet? I do. Did you saw mine because I sent you yes. our MediaCom script? Mine is Buffalo Green Bay. We have two different teams. I'm going back we? to the well again with Kansas City. Are you against the Rams? Against the Rams. Now you didn't like the Rams earlier. I didn't, and I'm buying more and more. Yeah, and I bought a future ticket at them, sixteen to one earlier this summer. So maybe Man, that is also invested. Yeah, it's also kind of gone there. They're not sixteen to one anymore. Are no, they? no, I think it's twelve. Yeah, is what I saw I when I was dropped. looking yeah. the other night. Twelve, something like that. Obviously, the Stafford conversation makes a ton of sense sure. for them in an upgrade there. I just they don't have a ton of depth. They have gone all in. They know their window is now. If injuries crop up, though, this is one where. They're good, they're healthy, they're going to be really good. Mm-hmm. And that division, though, Trent. Yes. They go bad, though, and they have one of those seasons for hell where injuries crop up. Just yeah. they don't have the depth. And already, obviously, Cam Akers out, and yep. we'll see what Brown can be. If they're, if they're, if what happens to them is what happened to the Niners last year. Absolutely. Because if that happens, I wouldn't fall out of my chair that they're 6-11 and because injuries hit. Yeah. But I'm going that direction. So Rams, so Rams, Chiefs for you, Bills, Pack for me. Eleven twenty-five. Miller and Condon will be joined by the voice of those Kansas City Chiefs next. Mitch Holtis, uh, in what will become his regular spot throughout the NFL season. It's fourteen sixty KXNO and one hundred and six KXNO.
Fire up your tailgates. The NFL is back, and you can get in on the action before opening night's kickoff with this DraftKings Sportsbook special Trent will tell you about. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. With the NFL returning, DraftKings is giving all customers the opportunity to participate in this year's no-brainer. It is a no-brainer, Ken. DraftKings Sportsbook, move the spread for Tampa Bay plus 73. That's for all customers, even if you're returning. That means you still cash as long as the reigning champions don't lose by 74 against Dallas. I like that bet Thursday night. If you haven't tried DraftKings yet, don't miss out. DraftKings also giving you new customers $200 in free bets instantly. Just bet a dollar or more on any football game. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use the promo code KXNO, new customers, bet $1 on any football game to receive $200 in free bets instantly with the promo code KXNO. This week's DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. You must be 21 or older. Iowa only. Free bet promotion is for new customers only. It's a minimum $5 deposit. Max wager limits do apply. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. If you have a gambling problem, call one 800 Yes, football season is here, but baseball season never ends. Victory Mounds is your ace when it comes to premium baseball and softball products and services. With portable pitching mounds and everything else you need for your indoor facility. Or help this fall getting your field ready for next spring and summer. Victory Mounds Field Consulting Services can help you improve the quality and playability of your field. Go to VictoryMounds.com and stay in the GAHip.com. High school sports fans, having trouble finding apparel that properly highlights your fandom and school spirit? Then you should check out the Norwalk Shop, located in Norwalk, Iowa. We've been in business for over five years, supporting high schools and small businesses across the state of Iowa with affordable custom apparel. Have a small job that requires embroidery? We can do that too, and cheaper than anyone in the area with just a $12 setup fee. Check us out on Facebook or stop into 810 Main Street, Norwalk, and let us know how we can help you out. The Norwalk Shop on .com. Now back to Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO and 106.3 FM. Here's Ken and Trent. Hi, Miller and Condon. Welcome back. Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO, 106.3 FM. As you said earlier, it's a pretty solid hour uh, throughout football season. David Kaplan starts it as he does every Wednesday. Mitch Holtis, this is his home right here at 1130-ish. Uh, following Cappy uh, throughout the football season. Mitch, Trent, and Ken, grateful that uh, you made us a uh, part of your rotation. How are you, Mitch Holtis? Well, tell Kaplan he's the warm-up band. Did yes. you tell him he's the warm-up band for me now? I will next you week, need... I promise. Next week, just say, hey, it's great to have you be the warm-up band for Holtis. Uh, after enduring the Cubs season that he's Oof. had, he's he may be a little sensitive, but that's okay. Yeah. Uh, he, he could use some humility. But, yeah, no, we're ready to go. Furs flying. Uh, what an incredible game to start. This is, if not the best game of the opening weekend, it's one of the top three. Couldn't agree with you more, Mitch. In fact, Trent and I were talking earlier, kind of surprised it wasn't ticketed for prime time. I know the Chiefs, you're going to see them a lot in prime time. Cleveland's got their fair share as well. Kind of thought this one made sense uh, in prime time, but still. Uh, were you surprised at that when you saw the schedule, that it wasn't a Sunday night or a Monday night football? Yeah, a little, but here's here's the thing, and I, and I say this humbly, you only get six of those. Right. And I think that the NFL was picking and choosing uh, when they were going to put the Chiefs on prime time. And you've got the defending champion always gets to open the season. They do that tomorrow night with Tampa Bay playing the Cowboys. 
So that leaves you Sunday, Monday, and they're like, hey, let's don't slot it in for this one, although it feels like it should be because Cleveland is a contender. They're good, and they're better than they were in January when they lost to the Chiefs barely 22-17 to in the divisional playoff round. You look at this Browns team, talent all over the place. I, I think the question still remains, Baker Mayfield. When you look at Mayfield, when you see yeah. the progression that he's made throughout his career, what kind of quarterback do you expect to see on Sunday? Very 49er-ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, people don't realize, Trent, that this team and their offense is in that whole Mike Shanahan vein. Bootlegs, the run game is everything. The run game as a in the passing game, meaning throwing to the backs, particularly Kareem Hunt. So this is a very different offense than the Chiefs run. Now, with Mayfield, your question is a good one. That was big for him to get the playoff victory last year against Pittsburgh, although they got 48 points, but a lot of that was generated by some defensive plays and the like. You know, overall, uh, 75 touchdowns, 43 picks in his three previous years, but only one interception in the final nine games of 2020. Your question's a good one. I don't have an answer for it, but I think that's a, you know, what is Baker Mayfield? What What is he right now? Uh, and in week one, uh, that will be one of the bigger questions not so much for the Chiefs' kingdom, but for Cleveland and in being a contender in the AFC. I know that this is uh, not a talking point week number one, but when we look back in December and we're trying to figure this thing out, I mean, the, the number one tiebreaker is head-to-head, and both of these yep. teams have playoff aspirations, Mitch Holtis. This legitimately sh- could be looked at uh, uh, looked at like that uh, important game. You want to get the Browns and have that win. Well, if you spend an AFC win, I mean, there's just a lot of, I mean, because then your conference tiebreaker comes into play. So, yes, uh, imagine these two teams are 14-3, and three, let's say, and the bye week's uh, uh, you know, off for grabs. Then it goes all the way back to what seems like years ago. This is a long season. But this opening weekend, you're just jumping right in and going. And, of course, they have Cleveland will have no fear coming in here Sunday. Very similar to what the Chiefs did in uh, 2015, losing barely to New England, and then in 17 went to Foxborough to open the year against the defending world champions and cleaned them up. Uh, Chiefs put 42 on the board. That's what Cleveland thinks they can do. That's what brings some real intrigue and, and uh, suspense to this game. Biggest concern week one from a Kansas City perspective. What what has you staying up late at night, even later than you normally do? Well, I think the offensive line being brand new against Jadavion Clowney, Malik mm. Jackson, um, particularly Miles Garrett. Yep. Uh, in a scheme that is very aggressive. This is a Bronco-type defensive scheme. Joe Woods is their defensive coordinator. Spent a lot of time in Denver. So they like to bring different pressures, and that will they will test this young offensive line. Uh, the not-so-obvious would be on the other side. I think Cleveland will try to work hard. Actually, second, I'm going to put this 1A, 1B, and you can flip-flop with it. It is the passing game to the backs by Cleveland, particularly Kareem Hunt. Now, they'll also use... Uh, uh, the other guy, Dearness Johnson, in this realm, but trying to get the Chiefs second level against the linebackers. Keep in mind, Willie Gay Jr. won't play in this game for the Chiefs. A lot on Nick Bolton's plate, the rookie out of Mizzou, for the Chiefs, but a lot of it's on coverage. You bite on play action, you take a false step, and then they're going to throw to the tight end, but they'll also throw to the running back they just faked you, and that becomes a big weapon. Then Mayfield doesn't have to make a spectacular throw. It's an 8- to 10-yard throw, to a back who can make big plays. Um, and then just tackling. That's probably 2A. That seems, well, that's pretty elementary. If you look at Nick Chubb, he was the best in the NFL at yards after contact 
among the main running backs, including Derrick Henry. He's 4.1 yards after contact. So these running backs are a load. Indeed they are. Mitch, go back to last week. Uh, was there Were there any cuts that, that surprised you? I know that a lot of those guys found their way back on the practice squad. I think that number is, what, 16 now that you can uh, that you can have on the practice squad. Any, any surprise yeah. you from last week? No, it was just good to see Doris Fountain from yeah. you and I make it. Uh, and I think that's a bit of a surprise because he nudged probably a guy off the defensive side, truthfully, when you look at uh, defensive ends. And young defensive ends are Tim Ward, who's not on the practice squad. He got claimed. And Tim Ward arguably had the best preseason of any Chiefs defender. There's just no room in the end at defensive end. But Fountain also jumps up there, grabs the sixth wide receiver spot, essentially, and then nudges the defensive end off the board. That's where the math comes into play. But that, to me, was the biggest surprise. Look through the AFC, the Bills getting a lot of buzz here this offseason, continuing to build up that program. No, the Ravens are going to be there. We mentioned the Browns, Steelers, maybe the Colts, or even the Titans if they can fix their defense. You look through the AFC, does it feel a lot deeper than it's been the last couple of years? It's been pretty deep the last couple of years. You know, we kind of look at it every year going, man, this has never been this deep. Well, <laughs> go back. I mean, this run the Chiefs have had since the beginning of 2018 and Mahomes was the starting quarterback it's been pretty deep. I mean, the the Steelers in 18 were good. I mean, we just kind of forget. Uh, but, yes, no, it's deep. I think it's as deep is what I would say. Uh, you've got the Bills. But what's interesting is you've got some new faces here that are on the cusp of challenging. This is like when the Chiefs were in 18 when, okay, they've been okay and good with Andy Reid, but wait a minute, now all of a sudden they're going to be a main player in this? You've got to mention them with the Patriots and the other teams? And I think that's where the Bills and the Browns are. Now, the AFC South, I think, is kind of a mess. Um, Tennessee's got to get through their COVID mess. It's a, it's jacked up right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got two bad teams in Jacksonville and Houston. And then Indy, I don't know what they got going on. Now, the North is loaded. I think Cincinnati will even pop a few teams off. Uh, and then uh, Buffalo is – I'm not into the Mac Jones deal yet with the Pats, so Buffalo's right there. But it's as deep. I don't think it's more deep. Because we forget the last two years, it's been really pretty deep. Uh, is, is this a Kelsey game? Who do you think that the Browns are going to try try and slow uh, slow down Travis Kelsey? Because uh, I think he does a lot of business this week. Jeremiah Owusu Koromoa, JOK, the a rookie uh, right linebacker. Yep, rookie yep. linebacker out of Notre Dame. Yep. I think that that's uh, he's the new fangled hybrid linebacker. Yeah, that's what Cleveland is pointing to to say we're going to put a speed dude on him. But last year, uh, Ken, they put Denzel Ward on him. As a, I mean, Denzel Ward's a Pro Bowl corner, and Kelsey ate him alive in the in the uh, playoff game. So, uh, honestly, I think, yeah, that, and let's look for these multiple tight ends. That's countermeasure to all this, because there's not another coverage guy. Their, their other linebackers are not coverage linebackers. So you could see the Chiefs doing two and three tight ends and throwing out of that. Uh, to get mismatches, to take a little heat off Kelsey, or Kelsey still gets singled and can still do Kelsey things. He has big games against these guys. Remember, he's from Cleveland. Looking at the schedule, the Chiefs, uh, as we look kind of in totality, first of all, the 17-game schedule, what has Andy Reid said about that? Adding that extra game, what that means, maybe getting guys off their feet even more this year. And then the slate at the end, three of your last four on the road. Not exactly the easiest way to cruise into the playoffs when he got that in front of you. No, and, and, and honestly, I mean, you can look at it. I, I feel coachy here thinking, man, there's only one game on the schedule <laughs> yeah. in Cleveland. Uh, 
but it's it's a it's a pertinent question now I want to give you a crazy answer. Maybe I've done this before, but coach uses something called the Farklick method, which is a military training method used by the Europeans in the 18th century. And that's where it started. Now you're going, well, wait a minute, man, you're losing your mind. I'm going to do a minute with Mitch on this. Uh, and you can watch Fox in Des Moines and one of these nights and I'll put it on there. But it's a training method that is intense, medium, light, intense, medium, light. But Coach does that all through the summer and through the preseason. That's it's what I've been trying to mention on these reports when I was on daily with you guys. Every day is built for that 17-game schedule. Yeah, he knows when to push and when to back it off, but it's all by design. I mean, so, and, and really it's patterned after military training uh, in the 18th and 19th century of the some of the most successful armies that have been around. So it's, I know it sounds crazy, but... No, it's it's something that's very real with this team, and it's why they're able to endure, for the most part, a long, tough schedule. Mitch, tell us about Papa John's. The game will start by the time it ends. It'll be dinner time. Everybody's been watching the game. There's nothing in the oven. No plans. Help them out. Now, here's where they help everybody out, and here's where uh, everybody can put their antenna up. This is their JDRF time. One of the things the Donaldsons do, they've been huge benefactors for JDRF, which is the Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation. And it is time to launch their JDRF special. And here's the way it works. Uh, now, there's some, like a large two-topping pizza and bread side, just fifteen ninety-nine, or a large specialty and bread side, seventeen ninety-nine. But here's where it gets good. One dollar from every order sold goes back to JDRF. And this is big for them and big for Des Moines and big for the folks in, in Iowa. We've got people listening who have type 1 diabetes or their kids have type 1 diabetes. And JDRF's big. Now, there's online codes. Make sure you use these online codes. You can write these down or come back and listen to it. But it's 1599JDRF or 1799JDRF. If you're ordering online, make sure you use those order codes to uh, – participate in the jdrf fundraiser again this isn't something they're adding on hey you want to round off your order no they're taking a dollar off these orders and giving them to jdrf and honestly the donaldson's have been the lead uh in uh in iowa many times in carrying the banner for the jdrf group they do good work no doubt about that mitch holtis we appreciate it we'll talk to you in a week before the prime timer on sunday night uh at baltimore thank you mitch holtis appreciate it Thanks, guys. Get ready to go. Here we are. Indeed we are. Thank you. Mitch Holtz is the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. So in the first five weeks, they're in prime time twice. Yeah. Right? Uh, they get uh, Baltimore next week. And is the Buffalo game week five? I think it is. It is. That's NBC. Yep. That'll be a Sunday night game. Mm-hmm. We'll see them a lot. Yes, we will. Prime timers, late afternoon windows, quite a few times. They're fun to watch. Oh, man. You know, for when I moved here... The Chiefs weren't a thing in eastern Iowa. There's just not a whole lot of fans. Tons of Bears fans, mm-hmm. Vikings, Packers. Mm-hmm. Not as big. And I moved here, and there were some boring, garbage offensive teams. Just... I loved every single season of a trend. <laughs> right. And now we've... Hey, we got the Chiefs down locally again. Good. Yeah. Good. Yep. I'm happy about that. And I'm happy your Bears, their arrow's pointing up as well. And well, they both clearly slow are. Slow down. Uh, Miller and Condon back to uh, wrap things up on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO and 10- and iHeartMedia. 
Are you missing out on life's activities because of hip pain? Ask your orthopedic surgeon about anterior advantage hip replacement. To learn more, visit aahip.com. That's aahip.com. The performance of hip replacements depends on age, weight, activity level, and other factors. There are potential risks and recovery takes time. Only an orthopedic surgeon can tell you if hip replacement is right for you. To find an orthopedic surgeon in central Iowa that uses anterior advantage hip replacement, go to a Local farmers markets are back in 2021 in your community. The Waukee Farmers Market features about 30 vendors along with live music. Stop by after a day of work and socialize while shopping local and enjoying tasty prepared food. You can grab barbecue, Jamaican and Cajun food, burgers and hot dogs. Wednesdays from 4 until 7 at Triangle Park on 6th Street in Waukee. This Farmers Market PSA is brought to you by NCMIC. Global Direct Mail and Marketing is the teammate your small business needs. Locally owned and located in Urbandale, Global Direct Mail and Marketing can help your small business create the high-quality print materials your business needs to succeed. Whether it's business cards, flyers, business forms, letterhead, calendars, or a mail piece to attract new customers, Global Direct Mail and Marketing is ready to go to work for you today. Save by working with the local small business that will go the extra mile to get you what you need. Global Direct Mail and Marketing. Call Craig at 515-282-3000 and get your next project 100 bets off. Hi, Miller and Condon. Welcome back. Final couple of minutes. Fun show today. Uh, more of the same tomorrow, hopefully. What do we got coming up to? Well, Stephen M. Sipple will be here on Nebraska Buffalo. We'll give him a quick hit. Yeah, absolutely. We're not going to overlook it just because it's Cyhawk week. Um, I might a little bit. Bill Bender. Did you watch a play that game last week? Uh, Were they play Fordham? Did you watch? Yeah, Fordham. Did you watch any of it? Watch the highlights. Did on you? BTN. Oh, you watched the in 60? No, not that. I was going to say. No, no. I didn't, I didn't want to Because I watched five, I think, of the BTN in 60 games. Mm-hmm. Boy, those are great. No, they I, I know really I mentioned are. yesterday, too. No, it's a good tool. I, I love those things. Yeah. Absolutely love them. But it was 7-7 with, what, five <laughs> minutes gone in the second quarter? Yeah, I took the points. I thought it was home free. I was feeling really good. Right. You had a good week, 3-2. and two. Yeah, you had 5-0. and oh. Well. I'm already looking up at you here. Well, you were 17-0 and overall. So are you, you took last night off. I did. You got baseball tonight. Do you mm-hmm. have an opinion, by the way, tomorrow night on the NFL lid lifter? It feels like the Super Bowl champion always dominates this game. I know there's been losses in there, but they they're so few and far between. Yet I want to take the Cowboys. Do you really? That thing. Maybe it's the fact that I watched Hard Knocks, and yes, I'm the one. Trent, the, the numbers of this Hard Knocks show have got to be way, way down. Yeah, I like Tampa Bay in a big way. You do. Yes. So you're finally in. It's up to eight, eight. and a half in a couple Is of it spots. Eight and a half now. Yeah. Oh, I think they kill him. That thing might get to nine by tomorrow. I mean, it's you know I'm an underdog player mm-hmm. in general, and I think that's probably tainting my view. Yeah, it's the Cowboys though, and it just it just stinks to grab the Cowboys in week right. one. We'll be grabbing Brady if you go the other way, right? Maybe it'll be like a you know, those same game parlays. I'll play around with a couple of those, I find some you. game props that I like, something go that direction because I'm going to play it. There's got to be, yeah, it got to be action. It's football. Right. Have you seen college football? Or nothing. Absolutely as, nothing. As far as what you, oh, the game, another game? Yeah, there's one game with uh, 
It's like FCS versus FCS. There's is, no yes. FBS teams no. playing on Thursday night. No. NFL, you this is it. yours now. Right. Well, we're just going to get out of the way. We're not even going to try anymore to put any counter-programming. This is yours. You can't win. You can't no. win. King, football king, NFL. Baseball tonight, looked at a few things, don't love anything at this point. How about my Blue Jays? They're playing well. Aren't they? Who's throwing for them today? I don't even look. Manoa? Yeah, he's a rookie. He's good. He's good? He's a big kid. Like a big, He's probably, I'm guessing 6'5", 260. Like, he's a big kid. So Jays plus 105 in Yankee Stadium? They're on a roll. They're on a roll. They're hitting the baseball well, pitching well. Yeah, Manoa's a good pitcher. Luis Gill gets a start for the I take Yanks. Manoa. All right. And crawled it within one of a wild card berth. Well, tomorrow... We'll grade your paper for once. We'll take your advice. Well, I'm not saying. Well, oh, yeah, I am yeah. saying. Yeah, I am yeah. saying. I'm, I'm putting it take on Manoa. you. Take Manoa. Take Manoa. Take the Jays to beat the Yankees. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Murph and Andy are an hour and five minutes away. The Fanatics in at three. Hawks Central tonight. Um, are you doing the show with Lice to Cow? No, I will be doing Hawkeye Nation radio Hawkeye show on Nation Thursday. tomorrow. Gotcha. Yes, myself and Andrew Downs. A busy day of radio tomorrow locally after the local shows end with Cyclone Fanatic Radio and then Hawkeye Nation Radio. Stay tuned to this radio station for Murphy and Andy in an hour and five minutes. Have a great day.